I've got a hunger Twisting my stomach into knots That my tongue is tied off Welcome to We Have the Facts, where novice guide to all things death cap QDM and expert reflection on over 20 years of history. I'm your novice Ali Abdulatif, and with me as always is my death cap expert and co-host, Justin Tachi. I did the same thing I did last time. What's up, guys? What? Yeah, I keep I keep messing it up in the same place. Hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, you really suck at that beginning thing. Um, hopefully in season two, you'll like, we'll make it an easier one. <laughs> no, no, maybe, this, is, this is part of the thing now. I'll say it. Oh, you want to try to... Last time you tried to say something, we ended up with how we make the soup. Yeah, but that gave us an enriching, uh, hilarious joke for our lives. Sure. By the way, deliriously tired on this podcast. Sorry, all listeners, because I am very, I am very loopy, but it's going to be a very exciting episode. Um, I, we are going to rank... Uh, me and Ali are going to rank our albums of Death Cab for Cutie and um, our top 10 songs for Death Cab for Cutie. Uh, I am a huge fan of ranking episodes um, like at the end of the year for like top 10 albums and people shit for like podcasts and various other things. So um, I hope you are all, are all as excited as I am. And uh, yeah. Okay, let me just quickly uh, point out the rules. Which are one, no EPs are in the, uh, the EPs and demos were dropped out of the rankings of the album. Yep. And then in the song rankings, everything is fair game. Agreed. Okay. So do we want to just jump right into it? I guess so. And we're doing, uh, round robin style. I guess I will bottom start up. with, uh, and what? Round robin bottom up. Yep. Um, I will start, we're gonna do albums first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will start, uh, my number nine pick is Codes and Keys. It does not. <laughs> we matched! <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to say it! <laughs> Sorry. Do you wanna go nine, nine, eight, eight, and that way circling up? Cause, cause now I feel like I wanna <laughs> see how the lists compare. <laughs> Um, anyway, um, so basically just talking on this record, there's no cohesive piece to this album at all. There are some good songs on this album. I will say that half of the record has some good songs, but not even in a cohesive way. It's just mix and match at this point. Um, this is the start of the new era death cab and it's not on a high note by any means. I think you get a good solid song like uh, uh, Sycamore and also uh, Stay Young Go Dancing, but frankly, it's just the album as a whole is just not something I ever visit or really go back to or anything like that. All right, my turn. Thoughts? No, I agree. I mean, I can't. I feel like I can't share my thoughts without like going through my list as well with you. What do you mean? You say your number nine pick, and then you and then you talk about your thoughts about oh. the record and why it's number nine. Well, my number nine is Codes and Keys too. We we understand that, but why is it your number nine? You fuck. Okay, I'm sorry. It's really late, guys. We're recording this like in the middle of the night. 
okay. So, uh, I picked Codes of Keys as well. I think it's, I don't hate the album. I think the album has a lot to offer. I just think it doesn't come together well. I think, uh, half of the songs on it are terrible. Uh, the other half are good, but not outstanding enough to, like, grab me. That's fair. Um, I guess I will go next with my, or no, you're, you go next. You're supposed to say your number eight. My number eight is Kintsugi. Um, well, <laughs> now I wanted you to say it. we matched, but you're clearly not going to do that. Because okay. <laughs> um, I don't want I It's called suspense. <laughs> all right. Uh, Kintsugi, great album. I think it has a lot to offer as well. But like we said before, Kintsugi and Codes and Keys would have been better had they been put together into one album rather than the two separate albums they were. I think uh, there are a lot more songs in Kintsugi that I think are, are more important and resonant songs than I think songs that were in Codes and Keys. That's why I've ranked it a little bit higher, but it's still, a lot of it kind of falls flat for me. So, shocker, my number eight is Kintsugi as well. <laughs> we matched! <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that the first five songs flow very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of the record falls off, um, but there are definitely better songs on this and a lot of staples on this album than Codes and Keys, which is puts it a little bit above that for me and why it's at my number eight spot. Mm-hmm. All right, I will pick my number seven. My number seven is Something About Airplanes. Um, I picked Something About Airplanes because... Yes, it's a good record. I think it flows pretty well. But for me, it's a little boring. I don't really necessarily go back to it because I think it's the precursor to a lot of what Death Cab does really well. And, I mean, let's be frank, a lot of it is off of the demo anyway, so it's just kind of rehashing songs, making them uh, have better production value, and adding a couple of new tracks. I think it's a good start as a band, but I, by no means does I, do I think it's their best record, which why why it why it lands at uh, number seven for me. Uh, this is where I start getting in trouble with the the fans. I'd like to say before I say my number seven, I took this very seriously. I listened to all of the albums. I I searched deep within myself. And my number seven is We Have the Facts. Yes. I, I know, I know like, like all of our fans had out unsubscribed. They were like, fuck this guy. He's the worst. But I, it's a good album. It's a good album. It tells a compelling story. It's just that, that sound production, um, that kind of so- songwriting, the sameness of that record wasn't, super appealing to me. I don't think it's it's bad. I don't think it doesn't deliver. I just think that it wasn't designed for me. None of it sticks with me. Like, I'm sure it sticks with so many other people. Um, so it's ranked number seven because I appreciate it. I know it's value, but it's not my death cap album. It's fair. Uh, you're number six? Something about airplanes. Okay. Uh, I put something about airplanes above We Have the Fact. Uh, it's not a better concept as an album. It's not as be- as well put together, 
But there are certain songs off of something about airplanes that I absolutely love. And you're right, a lot of those are rehashes. So of line of best fit. <laughs> line of best fit. I love uh, Your Bruise. I love Champagne from a Paper Cup. I love, there's a lot of good ones. It also has my least favorite song of all time. But, <laughs> um, it, it, it come, it, it doesn't come together as well. And I know a lot of it is from the demo, but I think those songs were like what immediately grabbed me into Death Cab. And I wanted to honor that album, even though it's not maybe the best album to, altogether. All right. Thought though on that. Yeah. I will do the Twilight episode if. Yes. You have to listen to that song on a loop for an hour. Uh, am I going to hang myself at the end of that? Uh, well, the hope is because then we won't have to do the Twilight episode, so. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to do the Twilight episode. That's 100% going to happen. <laughs> so, you want, so you'll hang yourself just after doing that podcast and editing it and putting it out for the people. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> or even better, we'll record it and I can just say something and then like put it out there and it, it'll exist, but it never was edited and put together. I'll agree to do this. We can record an hour-long episode where it'll be playing the entire time. <laughs> like, as the underbed of the entire episode, we can just talk about bullshit on top of it. I'll do that on a loop. How about that? Uh, I do not agree to this quite yet, but we will we will t- discuss further. Alright, my number six is Thank You For Today. Okay. Um, I don't think this reflects any... This shouldn't reflect, in my opinion, as the record being a bad album by any means. I think it's a very strong record. I think it's their best since Narrow Stairs. Um, but, one, I haven't been able to grow with these songs. The album's only been out since August. Um, I do like a lot of the tracks. I think that a lot of it flows very well, but I don't think that a lot of these songs pack the lyrical integrity of a lot of the albums that I will list later. Okay, so move on. Move on to your number five then. My number five is photo album. All right. Uh, I choose photo album here because I do like a lot of the songs on photo album. I think it flows very well. I think the instrumentation is very, very done very well, and some of the lyrics are actually pretty, pretty solid on this album, but. I think that it is, especially just because of what the next album in the chronology is, which is Transatlanticism, it is basically the demos that lead them to what Transatlanticism is going to be. It's the bridging the gap record. It's, it is not by any means that saying that the album is bad, but I think it's a lot of songs put together that they are working out the next concept for the next record. All right. Well, my number five is Thank You For Today. Okay. I think it's a really well put together album. I think it's the new age of Death Cab. Uh, it's a new style and I like it. It's just not my favorite. So that's why it's kind of middle of the list for me. Uh, it's, it's really interesting. It's a lot of it resonates. Um, when I was writing my top 10, I'm not going to give any spoilers yet, but a lot of the songs in Thank You For Today were in contention. Uh, we'll see if any have showed up in the top 10. Um, you mean top 10 songs. Top 10 songs, sorry. But Thank You For Today is my number five. My number four okay. 
is Photo Album. Okay. I'd like to point out that our lists so far have been almost identical with the fact, with the exception of We Have the Facts, which kind of disrupts the, our rankings right now. Yeah, you're off on that one. <laughs> yeah. But like everything else, like going up, if you skip We Have the Facts, we've been matching. Anyway, let's talk about Photo Album real quick. I ranked it as number four. I love it. If you've been following my list so far, you know the next three I have coming up. And I think Photo Album sets the tone. It it basically introduces this, what I think is the golden years of Death Cab. And um, a lot of the music on it is awesome. When I was revisiting it, I was like, oh, I forgot how much I loved this album when I listened to it recently. And I was like, oh, this this is great. Like all the songs, not all the songs, but a lot of the songs were, were awesome. So, um, that's my number four. All right, your turn. Number four for me is Narrow Stairs. Um, this is where we get difficult in the top four for me. Uh, this is where I struggled a lot. This is where I had to take into account for me because we are talking about albums. The cohesiveness of the record is what I kind of held most onto this. And also just my feelings about the record. Um, it has a lot of my favorite songs on it. It is a very strong record, but it does not flow completely. It does not deliver completely on that sonic cohesion. But it is a very good album. It is, I listened to that album straight through. Um, but that's why it's at my number four. Uh, my number three. And this is where I literally, between my two and three, switched so many goddamn motherfucking times. But my number three is We Have the Facts. Um, this record is a cohesive, beautiful record. Um, it is the emotion on it, the lyrical, lyrical integrity on the record is probably some of the best if not the best that, that Ben Gibber has put together. Um, it is a fantastic album. I did not connect with it originally when we, when I first started listening to Death Cab because I didn't start with that record. So I feel biased in saying that it is my number three, but I will say this. I love the album and it is my number three. All right. Um, here's clearly where our lists start to differ. I'd also like to point out, yes, not yesterday, last episode we recorded, you predicted that Plans would be my number one album, and uh, what did you predict was my number one song? I think you said, uh, I can't remember. I said what Sarah, I said what Sarah what said. What Sarah said. All right. Um, all right, so let's finish up this list. My number three is Plans. Oof. Yeah. Oof. I think it has a lot of great singles. Um, I think there's a lot of hits on that album. Revisiting it, I was like, oh, so many uh, of the great songs are from this. I I don't... It doesn't come together as an album necessarily as perfectly as I would have hoped. Um, there's a lot of, like, upon re-listening to it, that it, like, it works better as a collection of singles than it does as an album for me. Uh, and that's why I placed it as my third. 
That's fair. What's your number two? All right. Number two is transatlanticism. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> transatlanticism, uh, great album. Uh, really, like, again, uh, amazing songs. Comes together very nicely. Uh, it's a, it's beautiful, altogether amazing. I understand why everyone loves it. I understand why people are getting tattoos of it. Um, it's, it's awesome. There's, uh, yeah, I've even slowly, uh, gotten more into the transatlanticism song, which if you remember the transatlanticism episode, I may have like been a little bit too hard on. And like now I'm kind of leaning into and being like, oh no, I actually like it more than I thought I did. So altogether, it's a beautifully well composed album. So what made it fall short? Well, or do you want to go, or do you want to go into that on your top song, yeah. Tom album? Yeah. Okay. All right. My number two is Plans. Um, this is why I struggled really hard because I think technically we have the facts is a more cohesive record. I agree with you in the sense that Plans is an album of singles, but the theme does pull through, uh, all throughout the record in a very seamless way. So, in a cheating matter, it is a pretty cohesive record. Maybe not sonically, but it's thematically. This is the album that got me into them. This is the album that I started listening to them, which is also why B3 have the facts for me. Holy shit, that was hard. Yeah. Uh, shocker number one is Translance. Um, probably if it isn't my favorite record of all time, this, I, I mean, I have to say it's pretty much my favorite record of all time. Maybe the only other contender is being from another band, uh, called Brand New, and that album is Devil and God Raging Inside Me. But Translanticism is a perfect, cohesive piece. Every part of it works. Thematically, it's seamless. Every note leads into the next from track to track. It is a beautiful record. The lyrical integrity on this record is just fucking flawless. That is why it is my number one. That is 100% fair. My number one clearly is Narrow Stairs. Uh, I will say Transatlanticism might be a better album. I am willing to concede that point. It altogether... I enjoy, like, a lot of the songs on there. I don't hate anything on Transatlanticism, while I do hate some things on Narrow Stairs. So, why, Ali, is Narrow Stairs so high on your list? And I will say that, first of all, it best exemplifies my experience of Death Cab. It has highs and lows, and I'd rather an album have highs and lows than kind of be middling great. And I think the highs are so high. It has some of my favorite Death Cab songs of all time on there. And it has some, like, atrocious songs on there. Like, I, I very much, you know how <laughs> I feel about No Sunlight or Long Division. That's fair. I, Which is why I went down to my level four. But I think it's beautifully composed. I think it's put together great. Even while listening to the entire album, I don't care about the songs I don't love as much. I'm willing to put through them to hear the songs that I do love. It all together for me is definitely number one. 
it's it, it it's just easy to listen to and very enjoyable. That's fair. Um, I will say that I guess it makes sense why your number one is going to be. I mean, I assume that you knew what my number one was going to be. Well, yeah. Shocker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what are the most surprising things about the lists, do you think? Uh, like on my own list or on your list? Both, I think. Um, I thought you might have taken Thank You for Today a little higher. Mm-hmm. I figured maybe three or four. Okay. And five. Um, I also didn't expect we have the facts to be that low. I thought you were going to put it above something about airplanes. Um, other than that, I'm pretty, uh, I also thought you were going to pull a weird one and put photo album higher up. Okay. So I will say this. Um, I initially ranked them and then I re-listened to them all and then I re-ranked them. Okay. And originally, photo album and we have the facts were much higher on the list. Okay. Um, and then, a, like, uh, upon re-listening, something about airplanes, which was very low on the list, went up and we have the facts went down and photo album kind of settled somewhere where, like, I think is the right place for it. I think it was, like, at three and now it's at four. It didn't go down. It didn't move much. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, that I had surprised myself re-listening to them that I was like, oh, I am very into this and I think it deserves this, or I am not as into this and I don't think it serves much. That's fair. Now, in going through the albums again, do you feel like you want to take anything back that you said on any of the past records? Uh, that's kind of hard for me to say right now. There's definitely songs where I... I kind of, like, listened to them, and I was like, oh, I like this. And I was like, oh, I think I might have disliked this when I first heard it. But, like, I would need to re-listen to the episodes now to see what my opinions on everything was again. That's fair. No, I, I mean, I don't expect you to expect fucking know everything you said. Yeah. Um, I will but, take uh, back what I said about Transatlanticism, the song. Um, yeah. I definitely think I was wrong there. Um, I think some of the songs that I truly hated, I still truly hate. There were a couple more where I had noticed that, like, oh, I don't feel this way about the song anymore, but it was few and far between. That's fair. All right, you want to dive into songs? Top ten? Oh, all right. All right. This one's going to be a little bit more surprising, because it's not like you can't... You it's can't not... There are no inevitabilities. Yeah. I will say this. You're going to start. I will start. Um, I will say... I know I'm going to piss people off with this one, too. I took this very, very seriously. I listened to all of the albums, all of the EPs, and all of, like, all everything. I, I wrote down a list of, like, maybe 25, maybe a little bit more, of the songs I thought were in contention. I put them in a playlist. I listened to them over and over again and slowly pulled out the songs that I thought were not as good and pulled out the songs that I thought were so good that, like, deserve to be on the list and slowly compiled my list that way. It, it's definitely not easy to rank, like to pick just 10 songs and to rank them. No, I, I agree with you that I, I honestly went through this multiple times and I honestly just had to go with something to have it. Yeah. I think that 
I, I mean, not that I didn't put a lot of thought in it or anything, but at, at the end of the day, I had to pick one. I had to pick these things. So, all right, what's your number ten? Is it hard? Is it weird to say that number ten was the hardest pick for me? That's fair. I, I think, I think it makes sense because I think your number one is like, it. I think it's easier to know your number one. Yeah, and I think like, after you have a list of nine, and then you're like, oh, I only get to have one more song on my list. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's so hard to pick that number ten song because, like, do you try to honor every era of Death Cab? Do you try to go with something you love, like, like just internally, like, think is great? Do you go with something that's like become iconic? It's hard to pick. Well, it. and that's the thing too. What is your? I, I, I mean, this is a rhetorical question in ranking things. Is like, what is your criteria? That's really what it comes down to. Because, yeah. like, I mean, here's the deal. You can just pick the most, like, songs that are the best musically, but then that's just, like, or you can have the cool guy answers and try to only have the, the B-sides and, like, whatever. So, mm-hmm. all right, number 10. <sighs> I've changed this song literally a dozen times, but I'm coming back to what I originally said I would put. You've haunted me all of my life. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I want to say it's it's one of the bright moments of New Era Death Cab. It's it's a good song. It's hauntingly beautiful. It's it, it's really that enjoyable. Was, that was gross. That was okay, gross. yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. <laughs> but it's one of those songs that kind of sticks in your head, and I really like that about the song. It kind of like lives with you, and it kind of like you know goes on that way, and, and I enjoy it. All right. I that was left field for me, man. Mm. That was oof. that was left field. Uh, my number ten is title track off of "We Have the Facts." I think that that song is pretty much that whole album in a song, which is why I didn't pick any other songs from that record. Um, Spoilers. <laughs> I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Oh no, that knocks off nine songs. We still have a hundred and whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I think that it's a very well done track. I think it, like I said, I think it pretty much surmises, it's kind of cheating. It pretty much surmises what we have the facts is in one song. And it's literally called We Have the Facts and we're voting yes. So, number nine. Um, I remember listening to this song, getting hooked on this song. Is we laugh indoors, which I just love. The first of all, the fact that her name is Guinevere, I don't understand why I like that. I think that this song rips. I think the guitar in the end is in the in the bridge is fucking fantastic, and the drums fucking kill it. Um, yeah, that's that's uh why we laugh indoors is we laugh indoors, which is on the photo album is my ninth favorite track. Hey, Justin? Yeah? Same! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, We Laugh Indoors is my number nine as well. It's I did not think it would be on my top ten, honestly. Like, wasn't even, like, a song I thought would make the top ten. And then, in my, like, creating that playlist, I was like, oh, I should definitely put it on there, because I like the song. And it kept, like, I love you. Gw- Gw- yeah, it, it, it came to, it 
it definitely like it clawed its way from like the bottom of that 25 song pile and like pushed number 10 down and like fit right there in number nine. It's a great song. It, it hooks in your head. It, it resonates well. I love it. Yeah. All right. Number eight, the new year. Okay. I think it's an, I, I figured it, I figured it was going to be in your top 10, but I, I have no idea where it would be. First of all, I've said this before. I love songs that just talk about years. <laughs> <laughs> like uh <laughs> the mountain goats have the uh, I'm going to make it through this year if it kills me. Like just like I want people to tell me about their years. That's that's kind of the thing. <laughs> but yeah, the new year is a great song. It's definitely like it it fits as like an anthem, really. You can like uh you know, it it fits very well. It's easy to listen to. I enjoy it. It's it's one of the best songs off of that album. Uh, my number eight is not the same. It is title and registration from Transatlanticism. Um, that song is beautiful. I like the wordplay that is in the song. I think it is a catchy song and one of my favorite of their slower tracks. I guess not slower, but a little bit more, uh, not, it's definitely a quieter track. I'll say that. Um, Especially with like the, uh, why they call it glove compartment and all the other, and all the other lyrics in that song. I think it's a fun, um, track. I also like the video for it. I think it's an interesting video. Um, I think it's a high note on transatlanticism and yeah. Alright. Um, my number seven is one of my favorite tracks from Narrow Stairs, which is Grapevine Fires. I love the drums on this track. The drums on this track drive the track. It is incredible what fucking uh, Jason McGear does on this song. Um, I also like the imagery that we're getting painted with the fire and 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 the uh, literally that last line is kind of just haunting that the, the uh, firemen with prayers on their lips for, or, or uh, with rain on their lips. Um, it's it's a very good song, and that is my number seven. All right, my number seven is Sixty and Punk. Mm. Yeah, um, I didn't think anything from that album would end up on the list, and then this one ended up there, and then there was another one that was in contention that didn't make it. But Sixty and Punk is great. It's a very cool song. It, yeah, it's 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 awesome. It's it's. They've, they've done it well, you know? Like, they can't, I don't have much more to say about it. Yeah, no. I mean, it's perfect. It's a great album closer. It's a, it's a good track. Yeah. Alright. Number six, we're going from the latest album to the first album. Champagne from a Paper Cup. Wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that one surprised me too, but like, for some reason, I, I, I can't get it out of my head. It's, I think, one of the first songs that I listened to, you know, jumping into this whole Death Cap thing. And I was like, oh, this, this is great. Like, I, I get it. Um, uh, I get why people listen to them. It's, it's a good song. Um, it kind of has that, like, angstiness to it that I, I think, um, Death Cap sometimes forgets, sometimes highlights. And, uh, yeah, it's what I like to listen to. All right. Uh, I'm pretty shocked. 
Congrats on your, I, I, I like the song, but I didn't, didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. Wow, you got some cool guy answers on there. Definitely, uh, not, not picking the, uh, you know, I will fall into the dark is not number one or something. It might be my number one. You don't know. Um, anyway, uh, number six for me is I will possess your heart. Um, full version. This is one of the eight minutes or bust, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no radio edits here. Um, uh, the song rips live. It is one of the first songs I listened to them while it was one of the first songs I heard that I knew this was Death Cab for Cutie. Um, yeah, this is one of probably the song that got me on the journey, man. I, the, the intro is fucking beautiful. The bass line that fucking, uh, they put down on this track is fantastic. Um, especially when they play it live, you see Ben jumping from keyboard to guitar, keyboard to guitar. It's pretty cool. Um, the lyrical content is just, it's just a catchy fucking song. So yeah. Um, my number five. This is when shit got hard. Um, brother, uh, brothers on a hotel bed. Beautiful song. Uh, I have some weird connections to this song in the sense of just driving really late at night, coming home from parties in high school, and um, or just dropping someone off at the end of the night, or driving my girlfriend around, and just this is my solitude song. Um. I would roll down the windows and just this song would be the, the, uh, the, uh, opus for my summertime listening. Um, yeah, that is why Brothers on a Hotel Bed is my number five. That's okay. Brothers on a Hotel Bed is one of my favorite songs that did not make my list. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I, I really love that song as well. Anyway. My I don't, num- I don't, I don't want, I don't want this, I don't want this, like, trying to sneak in your review. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> no, it's fair. I mean, I get it, but it's at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like, you can't do that, because like, you, you lost your uh, shot. There's so many songs that I want to sneak in, like, I also love this one, but it wasn't on my top ten, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Alright, my number five was Styrofoam Plates. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would sing that song to myself walking home from, um, from class. And I'd be like, what, what, why is the song stuck in my head? And it's just, it's just so good. It's a good song. I really like it. It kind of, also in my top 10, I kind of wanted to cover a range of Death Cab. And I think this definitely in the rain is like a type of Death Cab song. That we don't see super often that I really enjoy. That's fair. So styrofoam yeah, plates. Wow, you're just you're launching all the cool guy answers. Well, my um, my number four is not a cool guy answer. Oh, ooh, what is it? I will follow you into the dark. Oof, oof, oof. <laughs> I think it's a great song. It's a, there's a reason. It's, it's the most iconic song. It's an amazing song. It's not my number one. I don't have a personal connection to it. Like I know so many people have a personal connection to it, but I felt 
Like, it would be impossible to ignore it and not put it on a top ten list because it is definitely one of their top ten songs. Yeah. <laughs> um, Clearly not on your top ten list. <laughs> no, not on my top ten list. Did not mm. make it. Um, I think, one, partially because I was trying to be a cool guy and um, <laughs> I just, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Uh, my number four... Uh, something that Ali was on Ali's list already that he listed off the new year. Um, probably the best opening to a Death Cab album. Agreed. A lot of the lines in this track are fucking flawless. Like, I wish I can travel a map. I wish uh, traveling was as good, as easy as folding the map. Yeah. Um, that is a beautiful line. Uh, like you said, I feel like people talking about years is a very interesting, introspective way and an interesting theme to sing about. So I think that it is almost unfair when they do it because it automatically makes for a good song. Um, yeah, I will say that it was, yeah, number four is the new year. I 100% um, agree. It, it definitely deserves a high ranking. I'm sad at how low I put it, but I, I, you know, I just needed to include it. All right, number three, uh, photo booth, which is on an EP, but we did not exclude EPs for these songs. No. Um. Uh, although I will say this, and I think you agreed with me. Yeah. Um, because we just did discuss this. If EPs were allowed to be on the um on the album list, Open Door EP would be really hot for me. Open Door EP might be above Narrow Stairs for me because I think Open Door EP is just all hits. <laughs> um, but I think it's unfair to say that because also only five songs. Yeah, but it's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I, fantastic. I'm not I'm not taking it away from it. I'm just saying, yeah, no, that thing is flawless. But anyway, yeah. getting back into give, giving Photo Booth the, the, the credit it deserves. Um, I just like the way the synths come in on this track. Um, the, uh, the, this, the synthesized drum beats are pretty cool. Um, I think the lyrical integrity of the song is intact. I think this is probably at their point in this, in their career was the most Beloved track. I, I would, I would, I wouldn't say beloved track, but I would say it's the most well-written song that they have made at that point in their career. And I think that it does, a, a, a candle must be raised to it because it is a perfect, um, if you want to list a, a track for the early age of Death Cab, this is the one. Yeah. I will say five of the 25 songs I picked to be on my list of, like, top Death Cab songs were all of Open Door EP. <laughs> Sadly, though, uh, they're not on the list. Wow! You didn't yeah. put any of them on? Yeah, it, it broke my heart, but I, I kind of decided with myself that while it's they're all amazing, that I, I kind of wasn't going to include them. Okay. Alright, um... My number three is what Sarah said. Wow, I was wrong on that one too. Yeah, hauntingly beautiful song, amazing song. I love this song. Uh, it's number three only because there's two other songs that beat it. There's no other reason it's not number one. 
Uh, weirdly enough, not on my list. Wow. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> um, very upsetting, I know, but not a not an all the time song. That's that's what I think uh, led down to it. Okay. Like I feel like Brothers on a Hotel Bed is one of my more favorite Plants songs. So that's fair. That's fair. I will 100 percent accept that. My number two. We looked like giants. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think everything about that song is great. Musically, lyrically, it's fun. It, it, you know, not a lot of the songs I picked were high energy. I think this one's high energy and maybe we laugh indoors high energy and maybe the New Year's high energy, but like, it's, uh, it's a great song. I love it. All right. Uh, my number two is Expo 86. Um, this song for a very long time was my favorite Death Cab song. It is knocked down because of one other song that we will listen to very soon. But Expo 86, very interesting track. I like the, this, uh, the analogy of being cyclical in relationships to fucking going down a slide because fuck it. Let's face it, folks. Loves a, loves a lie. <laughs> and isn't it the same every fucking time? <laughs> um, uh, no, but it, it, it's a great song. Um, it was for a very long time my favorite Death Cap song, I will say. All right, my number one is, and it should really come as no surprise because I'm pretty sure I said it already on the podcast, this is my favorite Death Cap song, but We Look Like Giants. This song. So close. We almost same done that. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your thing now? We have to same? (laughs) Not, no. For this episode, yeah, saming's a thing. Not saming's not a thing all the time. (laughs) Anyway, um, no, I mean, this song, the lyrics are fucking beautiful. It pulls together a long distance relationship, uh, which, something that I have uh, familiarity with. Um, it explores very interesting taboo subjects in a very light, well, I shouldn't say light, but in a nice descriptive way that's not disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love the end of this song because it's just a crescendo, essentially. And when I saw them play it live in Williamsburg Park, which is the first time that I saw them, uh, they actually pulled out a second drum set and Ben played drums on that, on that, on the end of the track too, as well as Jason Gear. So. All right. Okay, so my number one is pictures in an exhibition. <laughs> no, it's not. I hate that song. It's terrible. <laughs> okay. Seriously, my number one is Talking Bird. <laughs> I can't tell you why. I can't sit here and explain to you why. That's my favorite song. It just is. That's all I have to say about now, it. It just is. To be fair, how has that song gone into a playlist and you listen to it outside of the podcast? Yes, several times. Like it's permeated into, like, my life. Okay, well, that is fair. Um... I should have seen that one coming. I, mm-hmm. I'm mad at myself for that. 
But I thought it was pretty close to the Melissa Iris said thing. Yeah. Um, um <laughs> uh, I will say, uh, debated a lot about whether I should put Sound of Settling in my list, just because, you know, it's a theme. I listen to it every week now when I edit the episodes, and, like, I love it, but uh, it just didn't cut it. Sad. I... I love that song. It's a fun song. But yet again, I think it's a fun song. That's the mm-hmm. song. Yeah. It does not have, it does not have the impact or meaning. It is, it is a very good song, but it is not, it is, I think it is one of their best, but it is not one of their masterpieces. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a, our list. I know a lot of you are super angry right now that we forgot your favorite song or that we put a song up high that you do not think deserves to be that high up. So, uh, tweet at us, rankings. tweet at us, Instagram us, comment on the death cap subreddit. Give us your top 10 songs. Give us your album rankings. Uh, we're, we're happy to hear them. Yeah. Um, as always, our Twitter and Instagram handles are at the facts pod. Also, you can always reach out to us on email, which is with, uh, we have the facts, we have the facts pod at gmail.com. Please stay subscribed. We will have more content coming your way. We will have a season two coming out in January. I'm not going to lie to you. We still don't know what it is, <laughs> but we will. <laughs> there, things are happening. Uh, this podcast is far from over. This season has not even concluded yet. There's a lot of cool special stuff that we're planning on doing. Some of you have reached, we have reached out to you. Um, and, uh, if we haven't received your email and you would like to be included in some of these fun things that we're trying to pull together, please reach out to us. We are coming at a, um, time limit where we are going to cut it and start putting it together. Yeah. So. I'm about to throw on something uh, onto the Reddit. Uh, so check out the Deathcap subreddit. Holler at all your subreddit folks. Um, and, uh, you know, check out the subreddit. Check out our posts. It's We have the facts on there. And, uh, you know, do the stuff, guys. Wow, this is, this is the most centric episode. The most what? Hello? This is the most Deathcap centric episode I think we've had. Yeah, yeah, no, we barely talk nonsense. Uh, I think in the, in the, in the good spirit of nonsense, we need to talk about a couple of nonsenses. Um, something that you and me, I both, I know are doing right now. Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, that's such a fun game. And like, I spend a lot of it just like riding around on my horse, doing nothing. <laughs> I just kind of want to frolic. <laughs> take solace and like instead of doing physical activity and going outside and doing <laughs> things like get my mind off things i have to ride a horse for, for you're in nature you get to shoot a bear it's fun it's relaxing you're you're doing things exactly i'm not hurting animals in real life i'm only doing it in the game exactly <laughs> yeah I, I i love that game so much uh what else are you consuming watching listening to my life has pretty been pretty much consumed by uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. That's how sad my life is now. So, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's not bad. What about you? Uh, all right. So, uh, oh, one thing I forgot. I didn't talk about it because we didn't really give any air. But uh, ready, listeners, probably to be very mad. The Julian Baker, uh, uh, 
Jackus and the uh, Phoebe Bridgers, otherwise known as Boy Genius Show, was incredible. Yes, I'm very sad I missed that. I hope they tour a little bit more, come to Baltimore, go to D.C., something I can go see. It was a fantastic show. Uh, the, the layout of the show is Lucy Dacus goes on first, does a soul set with her band. Then it's Phoebe Bridgers with her band. And then it's Julian Baker, which is just her, basically, and sometimes a violinist. And then they do the Boy Genius, the whole EP. Yeah, that sounds like an awesome show. I'm sad to have missed it. Yeah, it was very beautiful. I saw it at the Orpheum Theater in Boston, Massachusetts, which was fantastic. And um, I thought it was a really cool show. Um, I was excited that I was seated because I did not want to stand that whole time. And, um, yeah. All right. Um, I've been listening to uh, St. Vincent put out a version of her album Mass Eduction. Uh, but all the piano. About that. What? It's so good. The piano covers? It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Like, I've been listening nonstop to the, the piano covers of the songs. They're so good. She does a great job. I mean, I like the album as a, the original album. I mean, I, I think it's a fun pop album, but the, 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 the piano shit is so awesome. Yeah, it elevates already great songs. She takes good songs and elevates them into, like, fantastic songs. By, like, making them basically just her in a piano. <laughs> like, that's yeah. how talented she is. God, it's so good. It's so good. I actually want to end the episode by playing Smoking Section. I will agree with that. Yeah, I was going to suggest maybe we do a Boy Genius song, but that's fine. I think we've done Boy Genius before, that's why I didn't want to repeat them. That's fair. And we've also done a Phoebe Bridgers, we don't want to become too much of a fan page. Yeah, so exactly. Let's uh, it's a podcast uh, about Death Cab, and we don't want to be a fan page. <laughs> <laughs> we've we literally played almost every Death Cab song, and we don't want to be a fan page. Yeah, no, nah, we don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool, ridiculous. Cool. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, anything left? Uh, I guess just play the track. Let's uh, let's roll out. All right, guys. It was a really fun one. We'll hear you hear us next week. Oh, we have a very very special episode coming out. It's either next week or the week after. Stay tuned for that. Um, check out the suburb, like we said, and uh, we love you. Bye. Bye. Sometimes I sit in the smoking section Hoping one rogue spark will land in my direction And when you stomp me out, I scream and I'll shout Let it happen, let it happen, let it happen And sometimes I feel like an endless ocean Too big to be a lake Too small to be an attraction And when you wander in And start to flail a bit I let it happen, let it happen, let it happen Sometimes I stand with a pistol in hand I fire at the grass
just to scare you right back and when you won't run I'm mad but I succumb let it happen let it happen let it happen and sometimes I go to the edge of my roof and I think I'll jump just to punish you 